welcome to day six of our 21 day weight loss challenge. And I wanted to speak to you about alcohol and tobacco. So I know many of you already understand that alcohol is not the best choice nor tobacco, but I wanted to kind of just dive into a little bit of the details, especially around the alcohol use that can affect our weight. And I know sometimes it can be a little bit hard to understand all the things that can be challenging with alcohol, especially during if you're going to holidays or some celebration. But just want to put this on the forefront of your mind. First of all, you know, alcohol has a significant calorie content. So alcoholic drinks are often high in calories. For instance, a glass of wine or a pint of beer contain as many calories as a small meal. Um, these are often referred to as empty calories because they don't really provide nutritional value. Um, it can actually cause uh, stimulate appetite, believe it or not. So increased food consumption, often less healthy foods as well that come accompany any type of alcohol intake. So these are typically high fat, salty or sugary type foods, ultra processed foods. Um, this can affect your metabolism, right? So alcohol consumption can um, affect your metabolism and how the liver prioritizes metabolizing uh, alcohol over other nutrients. And then, of course, you can have poor nutrient absorption with chronic alcohol consumption. Um, that can be a big deal, especially for like uh, vitamin B absorption, different things like that. Alcohol really disrupts your sleep. And this is a big one because we understand that poor sleep quality leads to a significant weight gain, increased risk of heart attack and stroke, high blood pressure, lots of different things there. So again, so that can affect your um, anxiety, depression. Some people feel like they need alcohol to relax and go to sleep at night, but it actually leads to poor sleep quality. So something just to think about there. And then of course you have the reduced inhibition and impaired judgment. So um, you may, may be making poor dietary choices and so you just, again, want to be careful about that. Now, tobacco, of course, we understand nicotine can be an appetite suppressant, but if you look at the overall pattern of health effects with alcohol, or excuse me, with tobacco use, that can obviously lead to some problems like lung cancer, even vaping. What's interesting, I spoke to someone who works with people who are trying to quit smoking. Nicotine is a very difficult thing to stop. And with vaping, you actually get a much more significant amount of nicotine and then you become even more addicted to actually requiring the need to vape more and more and more. So um, vaping in and of itself also has some issues. It can cause some other uh, inflammatory conditions of the lung. Not, not the place here that I wanna go into that more specifically, but just understand that vaping is not a healthy alternative to tobacco use. It's better just to walk away from it altogether. But nicotine can also um, alter your taste and your sense of smell. And when you stop smoking, <laughs> there is that appetite suppressant is now gone. And if you have an employed healthier food choices, you may find that you gain a significant amount of weight because now you're eating or looking for um, other types of foods that maybe are unhealthy. So I all, we all know that tobacco is not healthy and you may have heard that moderate alcohol is actually okay. Not really. When you look at the studies, there's a paradox to that. So um, basically <clears throat> no alcohol or complete abstinence is the healthiest and any alcohol is considered a toxin in the body. So I know this is probably not a popular uh, thing to speak about, but it's an important topic to discuss. And 
And remember, alcohol can also increase your blood pressure. So if you're noticing that you've been trying everything else, eating a whole food plant-based diet and exercising, but still consuming some alcohol, and might want to just be looking at that and maybe consider giving a dry spell and see if you don't see your blood pressure actually improve. So I wanted to share that with you about at least that component. And then I wanted to talk a little bit about um, kind of what the action step is. So now if you have alcohol issues and if you ever get any kind of uh, tremor or really anxious without alcohol, you might want to speak to your doctor because there's a problem with stopping alcohol abruptly when you become an addict and we need to consider safe ways of actually decreasing or stopping your alcohol if you're looking to do that. So I just wanted to make sure that um, that was said, and especially if you've ever had issues of blacking out or something like that, certainly speak to a healthcare professional about that. Now, um, the one thing you can do if you are willing and it's a safe time to do it, if you don't have the alcohol addiction issues, like I said, the trimmer or um, other things that could be occurring when you stop alcohol immediately, no history of seizures or anything like that. Try challenging yourself to going 24 hours without, without alcohol and tobacco and just see what, how it feels, right? I think it's a, a great opportunity to reflect and just think about a few different things. Um, the writing exercise is really about understanding personal usage, right? So how do alcohol and tobacco fit into your life? Um, are they occasional indulgences? Or do you rely on them regularly? What is your decision to partake in these things? Is it because you're looking for something to escape? It's it's a habit, right? Is it something that you required in order to calm down? Um, how do you notice that it affects your health? That might be another thing to be writing about. How does it affect your weight, your mood, um, other people in your life, your relationships? Is there a challenge in avoiding them? So are you struggling with the people that you hang around with. We spoke about relationships in, earlier this week, and I think it's an important thing to understand that the, those that we spend the most time with are going to be the ones that we are most like. And is it your friends or your, your social circles making it difficult to make healthier choices, including reduction in things like alcohol and tobacco? And then I'd be curious to know, how do you feel during abstinence? Are you feeling stressed? Um, do you have any physical or emotional changes? Um, are you frustrated? Or are you excited? I'd be curious to see what you think about that, just exploring those feelings. And then maybe what would be your long-term goals after your 24-hour abstinence? Would you want to continue or is this something that you feel is not an issue? Again, I know this is not a really popular topic to talk about, but one important to speak about all the same. And I wouldn't be doing anyone justice as a physician not to speak about the importance of being abstinent of tobacco and alcohol. Tomorrow we'll go deeper dive into uh, plant-based nutrition. And so I'm excited about that because I love to talk about plants. So